Yo, today's QOD is the elevator to success is out of order. Here we go. Welcome back to the Quarter of the Day Show. I'm your host, Sean Croxton of SeanCroxton.com. Today's episode is the first of somewhat of a mini-series on raising our children. Of course, we start today with Wayne Dyer. We have another episode on this topic this Thursday with Connie Podesta, and then another one on Tuesday, next Tuesday, with Brian Tracy. And the reason I wanted to cover the topic of raising children is because the way we raise our kids is what sets them up for failure or success. When I teach Money Mind Academy, I would say that 80 to 90% of what we're addressing there all leads back to childhood. The way we were programmed by our parents, what we heard, what we saw, what we're modeling now, our sense of self-confidence, all of it comes from childhood. So as parents, I'm not a parent yet, hopefully I will be one day, but as parents, we really, really wanna be mindful of how we are programming and teaching our kids. Are we setting them up for success or are we setting them up for failure? So I just wanna get this information out there because I think it is so very important. Here's Wayne. And then when you get confidence, then you're willing to try anything. And that's the second thing that I want for my children after them to have positive self-esteem. I want my children to be risk takers. Can you believe that? I mean, I want them to take risks in life. I don't want them to go the safe way. I don't want them to go the easy way in life. I don't want them to be just like everybody else. When you raise your children to be just like everybody else, what do they have to offer? <laughs> They're just like everybody else. Do you understand that your uniqueness as a human being is the most important thing that you have? That nobody will ever look out from behind those eyeballs. Nobody ever has and nobody ever will again in the same way that you do. That's what we bring to life, our uniqueness, our specialness. Children have to think of themselves that way, totally special. There's a man named E.E. E. Cummings a poet who lived up in Massachusetts at the early part of this century. He said, to be nobody but yourself in a world which is doing its best night and day to make you just like everybody else means to fight the greatest battle there is to fight and never stop fighting. What a powerful message that is. There's a whole world of folks out there who are gonna try to tell you how to behave, how to do things, how to fit in, how to be the way I want you to be. And then there are people who take risks. And how do you learn to take risks? Which means that you're willing to take the teacher that's gonna be hard. Maybe you won't get the same grade, but you're gonna get the best education. Or you're not very tall, but you're gonna go out and play basketball anyway because it's what you want to do. It's like you got this little spud web mentality, okay? <laughs> Who's five foot seven who wins the slam dunk contest in the NBA at 5'7". I'm 6'2". I can't get close to the rim, okay, <laughs> without a ladder. And this guy's just... 
because that person, whoever they are, whoever that child is that you've got there, has learned that taking risks is okay and that mommy or daddy do not love you because of your successes in life. We love you because you are, period. And anything that you do is all right. And failing is something that's going to be a regular part of your life. You're going to do it a lot. We all do. And all the great ones, everybody that has ever achieved anything in life, none of them land there on the top. You don't get a parachute. I got an announcement for everybody in the room. The elevator to success is out of order today, okay? You're gonna have to take the stairway one step at a time, okay? That's the way you get there. And that's the way everybody did who has ever made it really in any capacity, whatever it is that they're doing, is that they try something and they fail. And instead of using that failing as an indication that I can't go on, they dust themselves off and say, where can I go from here? Risk-taking. Risk-taking and confidence go hand in hand. You see, when I play tennis, and I go out there and I play my worst tennis, it's when I am playing what Jimmy Connors calls wimp tennis, okay? Which is not hitting the ball, because I'm hoping that my opponent will make a mistake, or I'm hoping that the ball will just go in and that maybe he'll have just a mild myocardial infarction or something, you know? Uh, and I just want to kind of push it over there. And when I play like that, I invariably lose, even to opponents who don't have the skills that I do. But when I play with confidence, which means I go out there and I step into the ball and I hit it, taking the risk. Confidence and taking risk go hand in hand. If you have confidence, you'll take the risk. Even standing here, as many times as I've done that, it's still a risk. And still inside, I get those butterflies and I get that excitement and that nervousness and all of that kind of thing. And you go out there and you either use that as a reason to say, no, I can't go out in front of them. I can't do this. I could fail. What if they don't like me? What if it doesn't work? What if the mic falls? What if I fall down? You know, what if my fly is open? What if, I mean, you can, you can come up with a million reasons why you don't do it. Or you can use that as a reason to get out there and make it happen and make a difference. There are doers in the world, and there are those who are afraid. There are those who are critics. There are those who sit back and watch what other people do. And letting your children take the risks and try things and wander into the unknown and check themselves out in ways that they've never checked themselves out before and encouraging them. And when they fail, terrific. My daughter in her senior year in high school wanted to run for vice president of her class. And she said to me, well, I don't know. There's an awful lot of people running and I might not make it or whatever. I said, honey, go out there and just give it a shot. The worst thing that can happen is you won't be the class officer you already are not. That's the worst thing that can happen. <laughs> It's the worst thing that can happen. You're already not vice president, so you, the worst thing that can happen is you'll be where you are, and that's not so bad. <laughs> and she went out and she lost. She didn't make it. But I said, that's fantastic. I took her out for dinner. Just because she was the kind of person who thought of herself as a leader. That's enough. Because enough times in her life she'll do that, and she'll become those things that she wants. If you visualize it and see it, you can't miss. You just can't miss. But you've got to be willing to take risks. Too many of us raise our children to be safe, to do it the easy way. And we even tell them, I saw parents at a pool one day, at a swimming pool, I was watching one, and I heard a mother say one of the most alarming things I've ever heard anyone say to their children. Ready? Don't you go near that water until you know how to swim. <laughs> I said, uh, I mean, how can you do that? <laughs> This is a kid who's gonna go through his entire life wanting to get in the water but being told that he can't because he doesn't know how to swim, right? Everything that you learned, by the way, you learned by doing, by doing. And the only way 
to understand is to take a risk. And the only way to have success in your life is to fail. So you've got to understand that failing is terrific. You're looking at one of the great failures of all times right here. I sent my first manuscripts out to over 100 publishers and got over 100 rejections. <laughs> day in and day out, I would go to the mailbox. And it's almost like I was collecting them. <laughs> and I learned after a while that each one of those were an opportunity. And many of them wrote and said, forget about writing, this is not for you. You know, maybe you could drive a cab or maybe you can do something else, but this is not for you. It's like each one of those taught me something new. Each one of them taught me something new until the time came when a publisher said yes. A little tiny publisher out in Englewood Cliffs, New Jersey took my very first book, which was a counseling textbook. From there, I just went on and learned from that and from that and from the next one and so on. All right, that was Wayne Dyer encouraging you to encourage your children to take risks because taking risks is how we build self-confidence and self-confidence can last a lifetime. His website, of course, is waynedyer.com. Wayne Dyer actually wrote a book back in 1985, I have it right here in front of me, about raising children. It's called, What Do You Really Want for Your Children? I haven't read it yet, I just got it, but as with all Wayne Dyer books, I recommend that you pick it up and read it. And today's clip came from Wayne's audio program by the same name as his book, What Do You Really Want for Your Children? That is available at audible.com as well as nightingale.com. That is it for me. Please leave a rating and or review for the show. I really, 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 really appreciate it. And I'm going to see you tomorrow. I'm out. Peace. (laughs) 